It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. We'll dive into some other issues in the second hour. First, to Louisiana Representative, Louisiana 39, uh, House District 39 Representative, Julie Emerson on the Second Amendment. Uh, and apparently we're now having some connection issues, so we'll, uh, oh, we've got her back. All right, there we go. See, you guys get to be part of the live broadcast. Hopefully not like last week, but that does happen from time to time. But uh, here we are. So, Representative Emerson, on the Second Amendment, uh, constitutional carry, and governors. Remember, I've said a lot of these battles need to be fought and won at the state levels. If we don't win there, Washington, D.C., or the Supreme Court is the Hail Mary all too often. All right, let's go to Representative Emerson now on this issue. After all, we're down to the state level in Louisiana like any state matters. So Second Amendment, Louisiana, Representative Emerson, what are, uh, what are you doing in Louisiana? Good morning. How are y'all doing? Thanks for having me. Look, I think everybody right now is incredibly worried about Second Amendment rights. Um, it seems like they're under attack right now. And um, I know that we've got several, several bills going, and, and most importantly, constitutional carry is going to be going this year. And there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of excitement behind it. Look, this is taking or gathering more steam in a number of states. Uh, Tennessee, you look at other states and the legislators that are in session or in some cases in a virtual slash in-person session for the next couple of months, depending on the state. In Louisiana, where are you in this process? Well, in Louisiana, we're, we're a little bit weird. We, uh, we have a late session, so we don't actually go into session until April. Um, but it is a bill that's been run um, a couple of times. Uh, we, we, have, we do have a new legislature since the last time it was run. Um, so we're going to have a, a new criminal justice committee, um, House committee. Um, but the, uh, the member that's been running it, he's building more and more grassroots support. And I have really high hopes for it this year. So be paying attention in April, and uh, we'll we'll probably be pushing it through. You know, when we talk about these issues, a lot of the instant reaction is that this is strictly a Democrat versus Republican issue, a right versus left issue. Uh, but look, Democrats in Louisiana own guns. Democrats in Louisiana Absolutely. want their Second Amendment rights. Is that reflected in the Democrats in the state legislature? Um, it absolutely is. Uh, you know, Louisiana is um, kind of a typical southern state in that you still have a few of those um, either moderate or even sometimes conservative leaning Democrats. And um, I, I don't know. I don't know for sure this year. I haven't seen the co-author list, but I know another year we actually had a Democrat who was a co-author of the bill. Um, so I think that we will hopefully build some coalitions. I agree with you. I think it's a bipartisan issue. Everybody wants to protect their families. And frankly, I would hope everybody would want to protect their constitutional rights. But sometimes it's not always the case. 
Yeah. I mean, look, I looked at the Louisiana State Constitution on this issue, and it says, and I'll just quote from, the, from your Constitution, the right of each citizen to keep and bear arms shall not be abridged, but this provision shall not prevent the passage of laws to prohibit the carrying of concealed weapons on the person. So, you know, the second part of that is what is the argument that's often used against constitutional carry? We get, you know, kind of bogged down in the concealed versus constitutional carry argument. Uh, How do you address that in the proposals that are being carried now? Well, I think that, you know, the the common uh, misconception is you're always going to hear but people need training and, and I don't, there's nothing in this bill that says that people can't go get training. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that we do um, that the government doesn't require us to pay money and have licenses to do. I mean, actually I've worked on um, a lot of uh, occupational licensing reform kind of on a, on a, on another note with this, but um, you know, I think that um, we, Obviously, we encourage people to get training, but I think, you know, people like myself who uh, grew up in, in a home where, um, you know, there, there was certainly hunting, but also, you know, just learning from uh, to have self-defense and a dad who trained me um, from a young age, um, you know, maybe I'm not someone who would necessarily need that particular training because I already had it growing up. Um, so, you know, I, I think that it's, it's more about the fact that this is another instance where government comes through and says, hey, we, we're, we're going we're gonna to come in and demand that you take some kind of training to exercise your constitutional rights. You know, and I think that kind of sets a dangerous precedent. So what are we going to have to do, take a test to have freedom of speech next? Um, I mean, I, you know, I think that's, that's kind of the slippery slope that you go down with some of these things. You know, I don't know the exact count now, but I think Louisiana honors roughly 37, 36, between 36 and 38 other states' uh, licenses. Uh, mm-hmm. Where do you stand on reciprocity and national reciprocity? Well, I mean, look, I, if, as, as long as we're going to have um, concealed carry permits, I'm absolutely going to going to stand for as much reciprocity as possible. Um, You are correct. Louisiana has reciprocity with quite a few states. So here's the thing. I mean, if somebody wants to go get a constitutional carry permit, um, sorry, a concealed carry permit in order to carry in other states and have reciprocity, I'm all for it. We can continue to have that. Um, But if Louisiana citizens want to carry, um, you know, who are we as the government to step in and, and require that they do certain things? Is there any data that stands out to you uh, when it comes to, you know, something that contradicts uh, the idea that you can have constitutional carry? You know, a lot of times the arguments will be Mm -hmm. localized to even down to, say, a precinct or an area, you know, a city or town where there's an issue with gun violence from criminals. They don't, you know, and they ignore that second part from criminals. But is there any issue that can be used publicly against this effort? Um, Well, I mean, you know, like I said, I think that any time you do anything like this, um, people are going to blame everything on it. They're going to be concerned about, oh, well, somebody didn't have the proper training. But, you know, on the flip side, um, I was I was uh, speaking with um, 
a legislator from Maine who ran this who ran this bill there as well. And there's you, you don't ever hear of some kind of massive increase in violence or massive increase in accidental shootings or anything like that. Um, because at the end of the day, whether or not you require training or not, if, if somebody's going to commit a crime, they're going to commit a crime. Um, whether or not your state requires a concealed carry permit. Um, so I think that this is more about protecting law-abiding citizens, uh, people who want to exercise their constitutional rights. So, you know, um, like I said, I think I, I, I understand your question of the data from the other side, but I think from our side, um, the, the, da- the data is on our side of saying there's been no uptick in any type of violent crimes in any of these states where this has passed. Well, they will continue to make their arguments, but the Constitution is clear and seems pretty uh, well stated, not only in the U.S. Constitution, but uh, in yours as well in Louisiana. Representative Julie Emerson from uh, District 39 in Louisiana. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.